You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Today my guest is Russ McCumber and he has some really helpful tips on selling using video conferencing. Hey Russ McCumber, welcome back to the podcast. Hey Steve, thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, how you going? Going really well. Yeah, just uh, pretty busy, uh, you know, with the US agency and the Australian agency and long hours, but it's a labor of love. Awesome, awesome. Hey, you've got a really awesome topic for me today. What is it? Yeah, totally. This one is, um, it's basically video, it's about video face-to-face and how to do it like a pro. So, you know, we're all on Zoom. We're all on Google Meet, we're all on Hangouts or Teams or whatever the program is that we're using. Um, and especially, you know, remote work as of, you know, being such an expanded part of our life or pretty much all of our life from 2020 onwards. I think the thing is in sales, we've kind of got a responsibility to do it better than anyone. Mm. You know, you can have your, your, your tech people or your delivery people, product people who potentially don't have to do as much client-facing, but anyone who's client-facing needs to be able to, you know, impress, needs to be able to do it professionally. In sales especially, our livelihood literally depends on it. So um, it's really important that you can do that in a way which is just professional and which presents yourself, presents your brand, presents your expertise in a way which is engaging and which gives you an edge, sets you apart from other other people. So what I thought I'd go through today is some free stuff. Most of it's free. You know, there's, there's lots of stuff you can do for free to make – your video face-to-face skills, your video presenting, um, just a lot stronger. And then I'll go through some uh, some stuff that's, uh, you know, a bit at small cost, but not, not when you compare it to the type of earning potential, but, you know, just some small cost things. And I think you've probably got some good stuff on lighting to add there too. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Hit me. What's the free stuff? Cool. Okay. So firstly, framing. This is I'm, I'm huge on this. So it kills me when I jump on like a... Um, a call with one of my reps or if I if I just I'm looking into the screen and what they've got is a camera pointing at the you know the wall behind them and then their head is just like you know this little thing down at the bottom of the of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really important that you're framing yourself so your head is front and center. So think about like a picture frame. You you need like a proper portrait of yourself in that in that screen. So if you need to adjust your camera if you need to adjust your seating, if you need to sit up straight, whatever it is, make sure you're front and center. That's like just such an easy step to look more professional. Yeah, I like that. Think of yourself as if you're in the frame of a portrait. That's what exactly yep. what you look like. Good. I love that. Yep. Yep. So, but just make sure it's a portrait, not like a close-up, like a newsreader. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're framing yourself well. You're not like, your head's not right up at the screen. We don't need to see every little dimple in your skin. Um, but if you think like a newsreader, like a portrait style, Newsreader, professional, that's good. Yep, sounds good. Next up, free stuff, eye contact. Look at the camera, not at yourself. Try to position your camera in a place that makes it as easy as possible to look at that camera rather than constantly looking at yourself and trying to check and see whether you're you're smiling, whether your shirt's untucked, any of that sort of stuff. You you probably need to, you know, just as an aside, you probably want to straighten yourself up first so you're not needing to check your reflection in the camera afterwards. But mm-hmm. eye contact is huge. If you are presenting something, try to make your notes, if you're going to refer to notes, try to make them you know, not too far from where the camera is as well because just like meeting face-to-face, people trust people who are you know, 
who are confident enough to look them in the eyes. So make sure you're looking at the camera, not yourself. Yeah, that's a difficult one. That is a really difficult one. Yeah, it is. People, I mean, there's people who have their camera underneath them or they have it in different positions. That's kind of, you know, the first step is to try to make the camera, make it as easy as possible to make it eye contact. But then, yeah, when you're looking at, like my camera sits just above my monitor, if I, when I'm looking at that, I can see movement down below because I can see the person. Like, I can't want to look at them. Of course, I want to look at myself as well sometimes, but I, I just have to focus on the camera. And I know the person at the other end then feels like that I'm talking more specifically directly at them. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult thing to do. It's a little bit weird looking into this tiny little device thing as well, but I understand yep. it's huge, huge benefit. Yep, totally. Uh, next one is do not use your laptop mic. I can't stress this enough. So the mic on your laptop is horrible. People cannot hear you properly. If they can hear you, they're listening really, really hard and you're muffled. It's rubbish. So for free ideas, like everyone's got a mobile phone. Everyone has got a, a set of ear, like either earbuds or even just you know the old school plug-in um, earphones that have a mic on them. Those earphones and mic from your phone, plug those into your laptop. Mm. The sound from that is like night and day. It, it's actually quite good. So do not use your laptop mic. Do use your earphones mic from a phone and just plug those into your laptop. Way cleaner, way crisper. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, I'm gonna, I've got a couple here and I'm going to finish on one because I'm going to tell a story about how um, like I got a bit of a comeuppance about it. So I'll, I'll come to that one in a moment. Um, right. No virtual background. Unless you've got something that you you know is going to give instant rapport. Like let's say I'm, I'm, I've got a prospect and we've been sort of chatting over email and we've, we've been connecting on NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. Cool. I might start with, you know, an NBA screen behind me just as, you know, just to build a bit of rapport and, and sort of connect there. But unless you've got that or you've got something particularly branded behind you that looks professional, then don't go with a virtual background. Um, actually, I've skipped one. Lighting should be in front of you, not behind you. But we're going to come back to lighting in a moment. You can get away with not having, um, you know, not paying for professional lighting, but mm-hmm. we'll come to that because you can you can do that pretty well. But if you, if you um, don't have professional lighting, you need to make sure that uh, you're not sitting, for example, in front of a a window and having the camera pointed at you with the window behind you. Mm, yeah, it's just going to flush you right out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the light needs to be in front of you. Um, and on the background again, so I'll come back to background. It needs to be clean, tidy, professional. Mm-hmm. Everyone understands that so many of us are working from home. Google Meet at the moment, Google Meeting has a little function where it fuzzes out the background behind you, which is you know great. If you're in your bedroom and you don't want people seeing you know, where you're, where you're put your underwear away, then that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the fuzziness, and I've seen this lots, does not uh, mask a like, horrendously messy <laughs> bedroom. Yeah. It just it just looks like a whole lot of colour behind you. Yeah. So you, you, it needs to be clean and tidy. It needs to be professional. Um, I actually got pulled up by one of um, – by our strategy manager at, at uh, Impressive where I work, where I had my desk – so I had to move a few times this year. I had my desk pointed where I was. I had the light in front of me. The, I'm looking out to the Dandenongs, which is beautiful, through this big window. And behind me was my garage. And I had the camera pointed at me with the garage behind me. And a whole heap of boxes and golf clubs and junk. I didn't think too much of it because I thought, okay, well, I'm, a, I'm framing myself up well. I'm a presentable guy. I can make them laugh, whatever. Um, I was, uh, yeah, given the feedback that, 
behind me, I look like I'm in my garage. I'm literally, I've got 20,000 followers on LinkedIn. I'm doing, you know, interviews with some big thought leaders, some really important people. I'm running webinars. I'm doing all these amazing things and I'm building all this trust. You know, believe in me, believe in what I'm telling you. I know what I'm talking about. Hmm. And so much of that trust is being eroded because behind me, they can see my dusty old golf clubs and they can see some boxes that haven't been packed very neatly. Like, it was, um, when I got that, I was like, oh, man, you're spot on. Put all this work into building trust and then it can be eroded so quickly with an unprofessional, untidy background. So, how would you fix that? Funny thing is, all I did was I turned my desk around to the side. I've got a brick wall here where I am. and I popped up a little whiteboard so I can do demonstrations and stuff when I'm, ch- when I'm chatting to people and take notes. Um, and now constantly people are saying to me, oh, where are you? Are you in some funky office somewhere? Are you must be in one of those funky, funky workspaces. I love the bricks. <laughs> and I'm always like, I'm actually in my garage. But, you know, it's insulated. It's comfortable. It's, it's got everything I need. And it can, with the brick wall behind me, it, it can look as, um, as sharp as it needs to. Yeah, got to love a good brick wall. Yep. Yep, totally. Well, some awesome. people use brick walls as like a virtual background. I'm like, cool. They do, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Cool. So that's the free stuff. I'll just wrap. I'll I'll do a quick summary. So framing, make sure your head and set, head is front and center like a portrait. Mm-hmm. Eye contact. Look at the camera. Do not use your laptop mic. Use earphones, mic from a phone instead. Mm-hmm. Make sure your background is clean, tidy, and professional. Make sure the lighting is in front of you, not behind you. So there's those five free tips to uh, to do face-to-face on video like a pro. Yep, love it. Cost, a little bit of cost if we wanted to invest a little bit. This is where I, I know you've got something to – because you've, you've invested a bit in yours, which looks super sharp. Yeah, yeah. First thing you want to do is get a uh, webcam. So I've got a Logi – I think it's a C7920 or something like that, um, Logitech. I spent about – a I think about $180, maybe, yep. thereabouts. But honestly, between $100 and $150, you can get yourself a pretty decent webcam. And when you see the difference in the quality between what the cam through your laptop and the cam through that webcam, mm. you'll realize you know, what you're investing in there. It's yeah. a small amount, $100 to $150 is probably going to do it, and it's going to really lift you, especially just think sales. think they're getting quotes from a range of people. Let's say they're getting five quotes. Three or four of them are presenting through a laptop grainy you know a little bit a little bit shady picture and yourself maybe one other person have got a um really clear picture it's just it's just you know it's those little inches that help separate you from the pack and the other thing with the camera on your laptop is you're locked into that camera you can't move it around so if you've got a setup where maybe you've got another monitor that you're using um in in conjunction with your laptop is you have to keep looking at your laptop screen you can't use the other monitor so when you've got a you know, invest in a webcam. You can actually use it, put it on top of your monitor, move it around, um, set yourself yep. up a bit better. Mm. Spot on, spot on. Uh, the second one is to buy a proper headset. So this is actually two parts. So either buy a proper headset. You probably need that anyway if you're going to be doing video calls, video presenting, discovery, you know, all day, which we, which I know I do. Mm. Um, a proper headset. So I've got a Jabra. Um, I think this was about 150 bucks again. Like this is not big investments. But uh, proper headset's going to – the little mic on that headset is way better than the mic on your laptop. Mm. Uh, and then, obviously, the sound coming through through a proper headset's going to help. Um, mm. If you want to take it to the next level, buy a proper mic. All of these things, as far as web, webcam, headset, and mic, 
you know, you all up, you could spend three, four hundred dollars and be like smick, mm. like really sharp. Proper mic, there's a blue Yeti, um, which is really popular, which I wish I had of got. I actually got a, um, a different one, which I won't mention because I'm replacing it. But um, between a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars for a, a decent mic, what sort of mic do you have? Oh, I just bought something on Amazon. Um, yeah, I can't even remember. I think it was it was quite it was quite cheap. It's just a USB um, yep. mic, um, yep. but it's I, I bought an arm as well, um, so that I can move it around and and that sort of thing. So uh, it's yep. I can I can adjust it. I can stand up. I can sit down. You know, using it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Cool. 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 So an arm's a great thing too. Like if you're going to go to the trouble of getting a good mic, mm. um, an arm's a great thing because then it's not in the way on your desk. Like you can move it where you need to be. If you've got a standing desk, you can stand, sit. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't have that there. So, yep. um, yeah, webcam, headset, mic. Um, the next one is lighting. This is mm. something which, honestly, if I was going to look at lighting, I'd be asking you. So yep. you tell me. <laughs> I've got I've got really good light where I'm luckily just, yeah. just natural light. Well, when you're working from home, where are you working? Are you working in an office? Are you going to sit in the kitchen? Are you in your bedroom? Where are you? You mentioned this before. The light needs to be in front of you and not behind you. So if you've decided yep. to set up in your office at home or in your bedroom or something move your desk around don't have your desk with the window behind you because it's just going to make you look like a shadow and there's going to be way too much light in in the background so turn your desk around face the window the more natural light you can have the better Um, but hey you might be doing these calls at night time or maybe the weather's really bad and it's really cloudy so you don't have a, a huge amount of natural light so what i did was i um, immediately thought, I need a ring light. Um, you know, YouTubers use them all the time. You see people mm. doing tutorials online. They've got like, wow, how do they do that light so well? And you, you do a little bit of research and they're using a ring light. Um, ring lights are great. The only problem with a ring light is if you wear glasses, you're going to see the ring light in your eyes. And also, if you're really up close to the camera and you've got a ring light, you can actually see the ring light in your eyes as well. So sometimes. Yeah. 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 So it's a bit of a distraction. So I Googled a little bit more and I thought, what do I need? So I found the Elgato light yep. um, to, to be really popular. There's two versions of them. Uh, there's the Elgato Key Light Air and then there's What do the, they set you back? So the Elgato Key Light Air is the smaller version. It's like a square version and it comes on a stand that's adjustable. Um, that's about $219 mm-hmm. per light. And then the Elgato Keylight Studio, which is bigger and it's like a rectangle size, that's about $369 per light. So they're not cheap, but there's big advantages in that they connect through your Wi-Fi. You have an app on your phone where you can adjust the lighting. You can have really, really, really white light or sort of like a a brown sort of light. You can adjust the brightness up and down. So you can can move it. Um, I would honestly suggest having two. One on either side yep. of you. In fact, a yep. lot of a lot of these gamers on Twitch and whatever that are um, you know streaming themselves while playing games or just talking, you know, they've got these amazing backgrounds. They've got these little lights on the walls and things, and they look really really cool. They've got they use these lights. They need them. Yep. They need that yep. that lighting. So so lighting is is absolutely key. Um, oh, and just one other thing. You know, you talked about headsets. Get yourself a proper headset. Mm. Don't use a gaming headset because those headphones yeah. are massive. You don't want to yeah. look like Princess Leia uh, with yeah, this yeah. huge, huge head. So, like you mentioned, the Jabra, that's a yep. nice, easy, just headset. It's it's small. It's got a little mic on the side. It it doesn't look like you're wearing this massive, bulky thing. So, yep, that's yep. just um, one of my tips. 
That's cool. And then all up there, you're looking at maybe you know four or five hundred dollar investment. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe even more. Say so five or six hundred bucks all up. Yeah. Which is in the grand scheme of things, if it's going to separate you on a pitch, you could make that back in one one sale. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely crucial. These are the tools of the trade. This is what you need. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and look to cool. look 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 to people on YouTube. Um, we both know somebody, Shade Zarai. She's um yeah, she's great. Melbourne-based motivational speaker. Oh man, her setup yeah. is amazing. She goes to a yeah. lot of trouble, a lot of work, and she's she's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. look, look for videographers. I know a guy called Tim Harris. He's a great videographer. Um, gives a lot of instructions and tips on his YouTube channel for framing and setup and, and all that sort of stuff. And it had to look good on a Zoom call. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of information out there if you need it. Oh, totally. and uh, yeah, Jeb Blount, virtual selling. He just wrote a oh, book. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple more I'd recommend checking. Um, Luigi Prestonenzi, sales guy, sales IQ. He's got a great, always great sound. His backdrop always looks great. He's got he does got this bookshelf yeah. behind him with all his sales books. Um, yeah. And uh, Chris Walker, simple setup, but it's the same every time. It's almost like a brand into itself. So yeah. I'd look up Luigi Prestonenzi and Chris Walker if you want examples of what you know good video presenting looks like. Yeah, awesome examples. Really good examples. Cool. That's been an awesome subject. This is so topical right now. This is yep. exactly what we need. Very easy. You get, you've got your free stuff and your little cost stuff. Awesome yep. stuff. Perfect. Uh, thanks for joining me today, Russ. Good to talk to you. Okay. Thanks, Dave. See ya. See ya.